RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Come on. What am I doing? There I am. Hello. Hi. What the hell? My name is Tara Devlin. Welcome to the show. We meet here every Saturday evening from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern on the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are replayed starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or GDPR Revolution 99 or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. And next week, we are supposed to go to two hours. So the show is only an hour, and hopefully that will happen. And somebody wrote me a letter saying that my mic is very low. They have to make their, uh, they have to put their headphones on very loud or whatever. I don't know, man. What do you want from me? I need an engineer. You know what I'm saying? I do the best I can. So now I'm thinking, I hope you guys can hear me. I don't know. We we do what we can. I don't know. Maybe the lady needs better equipment. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm really appreciative that you're listening. And hopefully, you know what? I'll have enough time in my life to... I'll start a GoFundMe page and we can get... Not GoFundMe. What am I talking about? GoFundMe. A Patreon page. And uh, we can get some... You know, we'll get some... We'll hire some people. All right? And anybody who donates above $20, 20 you don't have to donate $20. You can do like a recurring payment. We got some of somebody uh, recently. I'm sorry your name is escaping me right now. But I will go back and make sure that I thank you publicly for donating a recurring donation of, uh, you know, whatever you got is great. Empty out your pockets. <laughs> So I can get some sleep, all right? And anybody who donates above $20 will will get you this, a nice little window cling to hang in your windows. Grab them by the midterms. Okay, that's the end of that spiel. I'm not here just to spiel about give me money. Uh, we all need a little money. I'm not Trump. I don't care about money as much. I only care. The reason I'm asking about money is just because we, I, I, I you know, this is what I want to do. And I want to continue to make content and also fight these fascist bastards till the till the day I die. And it's uh, it takes it's just that's just the nature of life. It takes you got to pay bills. You have to pay people. You have to, you know, keep your head above water. We don't have the Koch brothers. We don't have the Mercer family, which well, I've discussed this before, as you know, the uh, right wing media is not that it's not that it's so successful. It really isn't. And it just has big money backers and they are willing to lose money like the New York Post. That as far as I'm as far as I know, at the last time I checked, let's put it this way, that the New York Post has never turned a profit. It is part of the uh, business model for right-wing rags to just make its readers stupid enough to vote Republican. And same thing with Fox News. Fox News, they poured half a, I think, billion dollars into it for five years until it started to turn a profit. It finally did because it just got seeped 
ripped into its claw. It stuck its claws into the the body politic, and it won't let go. And as we know, with uh, the that's repetition, the big lie. That's what the big lie is all about. Uh, and you you see now with Trump and his because he's a traitor and his treasonous behavior. Uh, as Mueller, as Robert Mueller, and the investigation is getting closer, and he knows what he's done. He knows he's a crook, and he knows we're on to him. So all we hear from him is witch hunt, witch hunt, witch hunt. And in fact, they did a word cloud of the uh, of all the all the fr- top phrases regarding. Uh, this the Mueller investigation and the number one besides Trump was witch hunt. So there there still are a lot of people in this country that are dumb as, you know, box of rocks and they will believe a con man. A a a legitimate con man. See, I live in New York. We know that Trump is a con man. We have lived with him. We have endured him. We have had to go to the same places as him. We have seen him in the discotheques grabbing women without consent. We have stories about him. In fact, I have a couple of stories of, uh, I know, the woman who cuts my hair. I, I, I think I've told the story before. She was telling me that, you know, somebody else that she cuts the hair of, it's uh, one of her other clients, she... um was a or is works for a big charity they had a big event with all their big benefactors and trump was invited just because he's a new york freaking uh parrot he's like a photo bomber basically and uh any big event that goes on he gloms his way he he would slink his way into these events and 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 so at the end of he but he didn't he didn't donate he didn't donate a goddamn dime so at the end of the event when they asked all the big benefactors to get up on stage and take a photo a commemorative photo well, who the hell got up on stage trump with all the people that had actually opened their wallets for this cause trump is a con man because he doesn't give a crap about the cause. He just wants you to think he does. So, and uh, the fact that this moron is now the so-called president of the United States is still, it still is incredulous. I, I, I cannot believe it still. And uh, the, uh, the thing that pisses me off as well is that it, it is what is wrong with us. That's what pisses me off. What is wrong with us? Because this says more about us than it does about him. It says, of course, it says that this system is broken. And if we ever get it back, because we don't have, and that's why we did the grab them by the midterms window cling, because it's not, you know, this is not business as usual. It is, we, if we don't get it back in the midterms, we're done. There is no hope. There's absolutely no hope. In fact, we might as well just hang it up and uh, listen to some music or something. I don't know. And uh, watch, binge watch something. And and hope for the best. And who knows? I mean, this, it's uh, not, um, I guess it's interesting times, but it's it, it really does require all hands on deck. 
So, but the, the fact that we allow it to continue, that we allow, you know, I, I rode my bike down, uh, I guess it was fifth Avenue the other day and my bicycle, I ride my bike everywhere in the city and you got to see around Trump Tower the way all of the the barricades, the police, the men with their M16s, the complete riot gear, all of this for a con man. And I make I make a point as I ride by to to chant lock him up to all the tourists that might be roaming around there. The idiots, the dumbasses, you know, because every now and then you will you will see somebody with a Make America Great Again hat walking in New York. I, I you have to only give them credit for having the the I won't I won't call it courage because they're not they're cowards because they're anybody wearing a Make America Great Again hat is basically saying I'm a racist and racism equals cowardice and stupidity and so many other things. Also, uh anti-democratic, uh, anti-American. It's, I mean, as far, well, I mean, it's, it's true. Racism is as American. It, it, it may be as old as apple pie, but it certainly is not as American as apple pie. Uh, if we want to survive, that's our, that's really the big, uh, one of our big sicknesses that we need to confront. If we have the courage, if we truly have the courage, if this is truly the land of the, uh, the home of the free and the land of the brave. Now let's have the courage to confront who the hell we really are and our true history, you know, to look at each other's in our faces and say that we have different American experiences and they're all valid and we need to move forward together or not at all. We're not going to move forward by leaving anybody behind by anyway, whatever. That's a different rant. But, all of that for Trump, all the barricades, the cement blocks, the dogs, you got to see it. It's uh, beyond belief. The, ma- the money, the overtime for this effing con man, for this grifter, for this treasonous grifter, for a traitor, for somebody whose entire family, they, they, they look at America like a, like she's, uh, like they can human traffic her, like she's some, some whore to exploit, to get out, get her out on the hose stroll. They'll wrap her in the flag. Get out there, bitch. Bring back the money. But they don't care about anything else in this country. They will divide this country. They will exploit every fissure of disunity, as Henry Wallace said. We was talking about that last week. They will, excuse me. They do uh, whatever it takes to feed their greed. They don't give a crap about this country. In fact, why would they care? They care about democracy when they're praising dictators. Not only, uh, you know, uh, they're congratulating er Erdogan, the world's worst dictators. They're praising um, the, the, who's the, uh, Duterte. You did a great job there with those with the drugs. The guy was murdering drug dealers, literally murdering them in the streets. So, okay, well, that's not how um, democracies handle a uh, you know. There is a due process involved. You don't just 
That And that's part of the reason we don't want cops out there murdering people in the streets. That's not the job of the cops. Oh, I was afraid. Well, get another job. Go go be a barista at Starbucks, because if you deny somebody uh, a, a seat due to uh, being black, at least you're not going to be able to kill them. If you can't handle, if you're so afraid, you know, because we live in a diverse country. I know that Republicans hate that. They can't stand it. You know, they hate political correctness, though, but they don't, but they can't stand reality. That's the problem. They hate political correctness because they really can't, they're not free unless they can call somebody the N-word, right? Or, in fact, uh, well, let's get into other things. Like, you know, I was, I, a couple of things I wanted to talk about today is that the thing that really, why am I even picture in picture? I'm looking at the feed over here. Wee. Why am I asking you? You don't know. This is weird. All right. Uh, for people who are listening, I'm very sorry. Let's see what I could do. Okay, is that better? Were, were, was I in picture in picture? Now, am I seeing double? Am I drunk? I haven't had a drink in many years. I haven't had a drink longer than I haven't done drugs, so there you go. That says a lot. But All right, I'm in recovery. Everybody knows. Who's, I mean, I'm not really supposed to say, right? That's part of the traditions. You don't say that you're in, I mean, that's just part of people who know um, what I'm talking about. You're not supposed to say only because it sets you up. Because once you, if you have a show or if you're on the radio or in the public eye in some form, you become like a spokesperson for the, the program, quote unquote. And then if you end up relapsing or whatever, you, they, people say, well, oh, see, it doesn't work. That's why you're supposed to be anonymous at the level of press rate in films, but sometimes you just can't, it just kind of slips out, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not a spokesperson. I, I'm just a person doing it a day at a time, as many other people are. But, so I wanted to talk about Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Because even the, as much as I am tickled by this entire spectacle, it's also beyond comprehension. Comprehension. See, I can't even talk. And people who listen to the show know I can't talk. They know I can't say some words. Sometimes I get word chung tangle ting. You know what I mean? But the it was the greatest. I I can't even believe what I was. I was laughing all day. And I've been laughing for days, really, thinking about it. Um, him pining for Kim Jong-un like a battered spouse pines for an abuser, frankly. Um, how this, what a pathetic display of weakness. What a, an international joke. What a disgrace. That this, so this idiot is not a, he is playing right into the hands of a of an authoritarian dictator and and a young this young person he's not that old um and uh, clearly the every single human in any position of power or authority on the planet is smarter than Donald Trump so but there you go why are we allowing it to continue what is wrong with us? Um, this, I guess, you know, the answer that comes to my mind is this is how democracies die. 
because you kind of feel helpless in a way. You kind of feel like, well, what can you do? We voted. And this is and this is the way that Donald Trump got into power. It's because it is because of neoliberal policies, ultimately, because we we voted to we're, we're voting for representative democracy. And of course, as um you know, we, it's always in, in, in human history, in, uh, in the history of Western civilization, you have, you, it's always been the battle between the elites and especially after, during the enlightenment. And we have this for the past couple of hundred years, the systems of government be going more democratic when they had been, uh, autocracies, right? Uh, intergenerational aristocracies. And now you have systems uh, where you, them, where it's com- commonly understood that democracy is, that's the highest ideal. That's w- at least on the surface. So much so that you have dictators now or all over the globe calling themselves president when they're not they're not president. They're kings. They're uh, uh, look at China. That's he, he's president, pre, the president of China, Xi or whatever Z. I can't remember what's his name, but uh, he's not a president. He just made himself the president for life. And so, anyway, you have uh, this. What was I going to say? This this embarrassment of where you have a now we have this 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 wannabe authoritarian dictator this person who they republicans don't like democracy i mean we 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 talk about this a lot because that this is the fundamental underlying issue in this country that republicans do not and i mean conservatives really uh, because it's really about conservatism and and uh, progressivism, uh, and so it's don't don't write me and say oh uh, Lincoln freed the slaves. It has nothing to do with a uh, the name. It's what is in it. A person these 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 freaking Republicans who supposedly hate identity politics and and whatnot. They 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 are all about. Uh, they're just so easily played. Even that, it's, oh, well, Lincoln freed the slaves. Well, what the hell are Republicans doing now? Is there a reason why the 90% of people of color vote Democratic? And I don't know if that's an accurate statistic. I just, well, I'm saying it as an example. It's up there, though. Like 90% of African Americans, I believe, voted for Barack Obama, as far as I'm, as I know, but you know what I mean? So, but the Republicans will say, oh, well, that's because Democrats give away free stuff, right? They give, um, African-Americans welfare, which is just, that is just a updated, the, that's the modern update of an old racist trope that African-Americans you know, they're just fundamentally lazy. And if you give them something, they'll just vote for you because they want to hang out in their social safety net hammock, right? 
Which and it's the same thing that you say about slavery. That oh well, we're just teaching them the dignity of work. They need to have whitey to uh, you know tame their their fundamental nature, and that all oh, that changes over time according to whatever racist trope they need to access at the moment. It's the same thing that they did with Barack Obama. He was either like this bumbling idiot who didn't know what he was doing. Or he was, uh, you know, a little haughty. He was an elitist eating arugula. Or he was out playing golf, right? He was just lazy, as they as they are, is the uh, uh, fundamental underlying message. But, you know, Trump could do whatever the hell he wants. And that's white privilege right there in a nutshell, right? Well, you have Barack Obama, the, you know, it's like they have to say the best... Are our worst white SOB is better than, is preferable than your best black man who is uh, a decent man, a, a dignified man, an educated man, somebody who actually personifies the American dream, who came from nothing, who has a uh, mixed race, uh, who is uh, raised by a single mom used his intelligence to get scholarships to go to school and learn and rise up in this uh, this racist-ass country to the highest executive office in the land. That's, uh, that's somehow uh, just that's, uh, something to be denigrated as far as Republicans are concerned. They'd rather have a con man who, the be- who, is, who was handed everything, and blew it numerous times over, had to be bailed out by his father, who was a racist uh, KKK member who was literally arrested at a Klan rally in New York, <laughs> which they had here. I mean, now, I mean, they would still have it. I don't know if they have any Klan rallies. Not really openly. I don't really see any Klan rallies. But there are racists everywhere. Yeah. But that that's who Donald Trump is, who also is a... What else did he do? I mean, he bought buildings. He he used shoddy materials in buildings to save money. There was another thing that he did. He he bought a landmark building. There was this um, there was a there was artwork on the facade of the building that Donald Trump was supposed to supposed to take off. That it was supposed to you know take the you know he could cut it out of the building or whatever they do. Instead, Trump, what did he do? He he destroyed it. That's who Trump is. He does not care about art, culture, uh, anything to pass on to future generations, something of beauty, something of magnificence, something that was created by a talented human being who has more talent in their, uh, you know, taint than this scumbag has in his entire family tree. So... That's uh, that's what Trump did. He they blew it off the wall instead of say preserving this historical piece of art. That what do they care about art? They're nothing. Art is for faggots, right? I could say that because I'm a dyke, so you know what I mean. But anyway, what was I gonna say? Is anybody out there? I'm looking online here. Let's see. Let's see who's out there. Sometimes I could see you people. I see you. Okay, good, good. 
Jerry, nice to see you. Deb, nice to see you. Let's see who's on YouTube. All right. Myriad Creative One, nice to see you. <laughs> Liver Slap, I like your name. Nice to see you. Okay, I better, I have to talk louder. All right. Anyway, so Trump, he wrote a letter it, to Kim Jong-un, uh, and it was pathetic. And you want to talk about white privilege? Let's imagine uh, if Barack Obama had written this letter to Kim Jong because you know Trump is such a he's such he's such a dupe too that's the other thing and this is why when you go through security clearance which I had to go through as I was in the military unlike Trump and in, and any and every single person in his family so but you uh partly they they don't want they 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 go through your your whole history because they don't want you to be blackmailed and it's not about you if you're an alcoholic or drug addict or whatever or in recovery let's say they it's it's if you're dishonest about it and it's something that that can be exploited as far as i'm concerned greed is something that is easily exploitable to uh, uh as far you know with Donald Trump that is the truth that is his weakness he's also a, an unabashed narcissist that is so needy it's uh it's to to be pathetic that why does he need to so much validation there i mean i understand if you're a teenager right i was a teenager it's very painful <laughs> and uh it sucks when you give a shit that much about what other people think about you doesn't it like i the the freedom of wi the wisdom of old age older age is uh that you just don't give a shit anymore about i don't i, I don't care what people think i mean maybe a little bit People I like, I care what they think, but I just don't care what, uh, you know, what somebody thinks. Like if somebody, if they call, if they write, I will get right wingers. They, they will write me whenever they'll call me a name or whatever. It does not affect me. It's, that is freedom. You know what I mean? But there was a time when I, I was young and I was so, if somebody said something to me, I'll be like, oh. I guess I get concerned about the microphone. People say things about the mic and whatever else. But Kim Jong-un, um, so Trump thinks because he wants a Nobel Peace Prize, you know, he, this, this scumbag Trump, and I guess we can call him president scumbag, so-called president scumbag. He's, I guess, you know, I, I, I often say he's a scumbag, but then I'm like, to call him a scumbag is to honor him as well, because scumbags have a utilitarian purpose. Really, what purpose is there to a Trump? Any of the Trumps. Can anybody think of a purpose? What purpose does Donald Trump serve? He does not give. He does nothing for the world. He is a, uh, he's a hateful, bigoted, tiny, greedy, taker 
if there ever was one. They talk about takers, right-wingers. They always talk about people taking from them. What they're really talking about is black people. They don't like sharing with black people. This, they don't want to live with black people. But think about the world that right-wingers live in. What a small, ugly place filled with black and white. Just nothing. It's, just like, it's like you go from Kansas to Oz in the world that they live in to the world that we live in. Because when you have a world of cultural diversity and difference and there, there's so much, there's, it's like the difference between some twangy douchebag on a banjo and a, and a, and an orchestra. The beauty of, uh, of, uh, just all of us together, the human race. There's so much interesting th- history and people on earth. And you, they, all they want to talk to and all they want to associate with are just people who are like them, who are tiny, bigoted, little, little whiners like them. Oh, they don't want to have the, uh, this one. And then they're all, they're all, uh, in, in, uh, worried about some stupid, in, invisible cloud man who they can't see because <laughs> he's invisible. You gotta have faith, though. That's what my mother used to say to me. My mother was a nun, right? And, uh, she, <clears throat> I remember when I was young, I had a job at Barnes and Noble doing, I used to paint displays for Barnes and Noble with, uh, you know, I used to, I used to do it by hand. And, uh, so I had to, do, I was so annoyed one day when I had to do a display for a book called the, the history of civilization or something. Oh, no, it was called the timeline of civilization. And it was a, it was a book that you had to pull out and it was, it started, you know, it was like real historical events on it. And I guess it was something that teachers would put up in school on the wall. And it, cause it went, it opened up it, into being like, you know, feet across and, uh, and it, it started with Adam and Eve. That's what, and everything else was normal. It was like Adam and Eve. And then there was the Romans and the Ottomans. And it was like on and on real stuff happened except for Adam and Eve. And I was really irritated by it. Cause I was like, what is this shit? And I went home and I was like, said to my mother, this is, I, uh, I was, she's like, what's the matter? I'm like, I had to do this book that was, you know, just bullshit. And she said, you don't believe in Adam and Eve? And I'm like, no. Um, I would, I spent $40,000 on it. I still owe 40 grand on a student loan. If I believed in Adam and Eve, don't you think I'd need my money back? Oh, but my mother was a nun and she's like, where's your faith? My faith. So the faith to believe in fairy tales rather than reality. I mean, I understand about a little bit about the world, but I understand that I'm not that arrogant to think that I have all the answers, that I know all the mysteries of the universe. There are so many layers to life. That we have no idea. We don't even have the questions to, the, we don't even have the language to know how to ask the questions, the appropriate questions. And th- you have these, these arrogant little whiners, right wingers, these evangelicals and whatnot. They're, they're so certain, uh, uh, in their, uh, the, 
who they're worshiping, what everybody should do. I mean, and that's so pathetic to to have that kind of, um, oh, well, you know what? God is a man. Well, I suppose he's white, too, right? Why would God be a man? First of all, God and then a man, okay? Of all things, God is a man? Why would God be a man? I don't get it. It's just, it's baffling to me. It's, of course, God, uh, uh, he created the universe. A man created the universe. Meanwhile, here, in reality, women are the ones that they give birth, right? But that's all about, you know, control. So, and that's what the Republicans like. They like to control, and uh, they don't like... I mean, they, they really make this world suck, don't they? Uh, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being a man. That's the other thing. You know, there's male energy and there's female energy. They're both equally valid. The problem, as I see it, is that there's too much uh, suppression of female energy on this planet, even to the point where you have the uh, Republican female has to be a bigger misogynist than the Republican male. What, what is wrong with being a woman? What is wrong with being, with caring and nurturing and, you know, those traditionally female qualities that we all have? Men have it too, but they have to, you have to make fun of them or something like, oh, men are only supposed to be butch, right? But everybody has feelings for Frick's sake, but and which reminds me, let me just play this this ad. This is what makes me, and I'll get back to Kim Jong Un in a second. But wait, hold on, where the heck is it? I I just saw this ad for this asshole. Um, do I even have it? Shit, here it is. I don't know if you saw it. I'm Brian Kemp. I'm so conservative. I blow up government spending. I own guns that no one's taking away. My chainsaw's ready to rip up some regulations. I got a big truck just in case I need to round up criminal illegals and take them home myself. Yep, I just said that. I'm Brian Kemp. If you want a politically incorrect conservative, that's me. I mean, what? This is where we live. That, if you, uh, yep, I just said that, and that's the way we run government now. We gotta piss off these libtards, and you wanna round up some illegals? Well, how about round them up, Mr. Kemp, and don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Uh, When I look at that dead-eyed douchebag i think to myself you know he's he's probably sobbing like a bitch uh by himself in his basement somewhere who the hell knows i you know that he is a a very sick and lonely twisted moron i got a gun and well uh we got some illegals yep i said that and that's American. It's embarrassing that, uh, that this is where we live, and this is who we share the same country with. And 
I often think maybe, you know what, <sighs> this is not working out. <sighs> Perhaps we should really start thinking about breaking up, breaking this country in two. Because I am never going to be like, you know, that idiot. And he's never going to be like me. He's meaning awesome. Okay, so uh, Trump, the the video that he, not the video, the uh, the letter that he, only, oh my God, I'm looking at the time. I can't believe this crap. Holy shit. I'm cursing a lot today because I'm just tired. But so the letter that I get, I better get to this letter. Okay. He already struck a medal to commemorate this meeting between himself, you know, God, not God, Trump, uh, and Kim Jong-un. And, uh, and he has played right into this authoritarian dictator's hands by elevating him to the to to the to equal status if you see this this uh this coin that he he that he commemorated let me see i have it right here right if you're watching the video there's kim jong un and america and trump in front of the flag they're a equal status looking at each other so now we're supposed to i guess this is uh America and North Korea are on equal footing in in uh, in the world. So Trump has done exactly the what what uh, North Korea has wanted for years. North Korea is a rogue state. They are a torturing state, but we but we are now too. So I guess we're the same. We're both a nuclear rogue state with authoritarian dictators. Except and we have the same kind of morons who worship Trump like Kim Jong-un's people are forced to worship him. And they're all about mandatory flag salutes. So I guess America has, have, is it that North Korea is elevated or that America has fallen to its the level of North Korea? But the letter that Trump wrote because Kim, you know, it was like he was breaking up with him before Kim Jong-un got a chance to break up with Trump because he's, he wants his Nobel Peace Prize. He knew that Kim Jong-un was going to make him look like a dick, which is not that hard to do. And you're being played by Kim Jong-un. Think about that. Could you imagine these Republicans that were so upset about Barack Obama saying he was on an apology tour? So uh, let me just read this letter quickly. We, uh, it was so embarrassing, too, to watch Mike Pompeo read this letter. So, okay. We greatly appreciate your time, patient. Pa First of all, he, he addresses him as His Excellency. Really? So we all heard about um, the outrage, right-wingers having outrage, saying that Barack Obama bowed to the Saudi king or prince or whoever gives a shit, I don't care. And uh, now, you know, Trump was supposed to be so strong, right? But his excellency, the excellency that tortures his people, starves his people, little rocket man, little pudgy rocket man, 
His Excellency, in the Democratic People's Republic of China, which is the, which is another thing, because Republicans are always like the Nazis. They they were socialists because it it said Nazis. Nazi stands for National Socialists, right? The and I always respond with, well, that's like saying you know the Democratic People's Republic of Korea or they're Republicans or d- Democrats. They're not. It's uh, it's all. Just, you know, it's like the same way President Putin calls himself the president. Anyway, so we greatly appreciate your time, patience, and effort with respect to our recent negotiations and discussions relative to a summit long sought by both parties, which was scheduled to take place on June 12th in Singapore. We were informed that the meeting was requested by North Korea, but that to us, is totally but wait wait but that to us is totally irrelevant oh man i wish i could play <laughs> can i do this i'm going to try hold on as i you got to give me a second some say love. It is a- we were informed that the meeting Wait, hold on. <laughs> there we go. We were informed that the meeting was requested by North Korea. But that to us is totally irrelevant. I was very much looking forward to being there with you. Sadly. <laughs> Based on the tremendous anger and open hostility displayed in your most recent statement, I felt it is inappropriate at this time to have this long-planned meeting. Therefore, please let this letter serve to represent that the Singapore Summit for both parties, for the good of both parties, (laughs) it's not you, it's me, but to the detriment of the world, would have been so beautiful will not take place you talk about your nuclear capabilities but ours are so massive and so powerful that I pray to God they will never have to be used I felt a wonderful dialogue was building up between you and me and ultimately it is only dialogue that matters (laughs) Someday I look very, very much forward to meeting you. Because you're, you, I love the way you starve your people. In the meantime, I want to thank you for the release of the hostages who are now home with their families. You know, I mean, you fucking took them anyway, but you, 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 it's sort of like somebody robbing you and leaving you five dollars in the wallet. Or, you know, they clean out your entire apartment, but they leave you a couch. At least. That was a beautiful gesture. Maybe you shouldn't have took the people in the first place, but whatever. Okay. It happens. Just like torture happens. That was a beautiful gesture and very much appreciated. If you change your mind and having to do with this most important summit, please do not hesitate to write or call. 
The world, and North Korea in particular, has lost a great opportunity for lasting peace and great prosperity and wealth. This missed opportunity is a sad moment in history. Poor Trump. Becomes the rose. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, hello, people. This is that's the president. That's the so-called president of the United States talking about his massive and powerful nuclear capabilities. His that he hopes he never has to use. No, he wants to use. He wants Kim Jong-un to bang him like a broken screen door. That's what it sounds like to me. I don't know. I'm reading into this. But this uh, wonderful dialogue. I mean, we've all been there, right? Your unrequited love. It's it's hard. It's painful. Especially when you're with somebody and then maybe you break up and you still have feelings for them. And then they they get with somebody else so quickly because... Apparently, Kim Jong-un and the the South Korean president are meeting behind Trump's back as we speak. And this actually, this just came out. Hold on. Ago, South Korea confirmed its president did meet with the North Korean leader just a few hours ago. The discussion held at the DMZ on the north side focused on how to get this sit-down between the U.S. and North Korea back on track. CNN's Will Ripley just returned from North Korea a few hours ago, in fact, and spoke to regime officials there. He's standing by for us. We do want to start with CNN's Matt Rivers, uh, live in Seoul, South Korea. Uh, Matt, what are you learning about the meeting? Uh, well, this has just come out in the past 30 minutes or so. It came as a huge shock to those of us uh, here in South Korea and, frankly, all around the world. We know that these two leaders uh, met in a surprise visit from 3 to 5 p.m. Uh, local time here in South Korea. That would have been in the wee hours of the morning uh, on uh, the east coast of the United States. And not a ton of detail yet. We're just getting this video in now for the first time, showing those two leaders meeting, greeting each other uh, like old friends at this point. We know they met for the first time back in late April at the first inter-Korean summit. Not a ton of details about what they spoke about so far, other than the Blue House here, the Office of the Presidency in South Korea, saying uh, that they spoke about implementing the joint declaration that came out after that first meeting in late April. But the more important point would be that they spoke about the potential U.S.-North Korea summit. Now, we didn't get any more details than that. We are expecting to get some more details uh, throughout the night tonight here in South Korea, and then we're expecting a press release from the Office of the Presidency here in South Korea at 10 a.m. local time tomorrow morning, 9 p.m. Saturday evening oh boy. in the United States on the East Coast. Uh, but this is truly a remarkable moment, completely unexpected, especially when you consider how disappointed people here in South Korea were. President Moon Jae-in, more than any other leader, had really set the stage for the potential summit between the United States and, and North Korea. Uh, he really laid the groundwork there with that first inter-Korean summit. Uh, but what we see with this meeting is that despite the fact that they were incredibly disappointed that the summit had been canceled by the Americans, they did not sit around and feel sorry for themselves. Clearly, they're engaging in proactive diplomacy right. here, trying to make sure, do their part, to make sure this summit uh, can get rescheduled uh, at some other point. Well, Trump, that's that sucks when so, that's so painful when your 
lover moves on so quickly. Uh, I think we got a we have a statement from the White House. Hold on. Oh, here it is. I want you to know that I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but best for you both. Well, you get the point. <laughs> I was listening to this music all day and just laughing at Trump. Oh, my God. But, you know, here's the thing about Trump and his his lovers or uh, his potential lovers with Kim Jong-un. He, uh, he, it's not about the other party. Trump thinks that he's getting over on Kim Jong-un, but all the long he's being played. Uh, and Kim clearly understands that. It's sort of like Melania. See, you, the Trump, it's all about how you make him look. He does not care about the uh, Melania. Do you think that if Melania was uh, a seven or a six, that Trump would be with him, her? That That they sit around talking about their hopes and dreams and that he's like, I just can't live without you. No, it's about how you make him look on his arm. You're nothing to him. And the same thing is going on, not just with Kim Jong-un, but with, with the United States of America. He, It's all about how we make him feel, how we prop him up, make him into something that he is, he, he is not. He is not a powerful, con- conscientious leader. I, I can't even say those words in the same sentence in regard to Trump. This is, he is not a leader. But all he has done, all Trump has done is exploit the sicknesses of our society. He is, he, that's the only thing he's good at. He's taken our, uh, broken system and wrote and he's written that system to the white house he only a uh, a malignant narcissist would do something like that it's like he is a sociopath it's it's like um you know like these hot young uh you hear about it all the time right where uh like if you watch american greed or whatever on on uh CNBC, they talk about, you know, they'll have like these, um, grifters who they're young. They, they, they play these older people. Um, they go in and they play on their weaknesses and they get them to support them. They'll get, they'll, they'll end up getting like robbing their entire life savings of these poor victims, these poor hapless victims, because they get in there and they recognize whatever it might be, their neediness, their vulnerability, or whatever, in some form or another. And because they have no moral center, they exploit, the, they would go in and exploit these, uh, the, the weaknesses that they've uncovered. I mean, everybody has weaknesses. Uh, so, but most people are not sociopaths and most people aren't uh attuned they they don't they don't 
learn to uh, play people like musical instruments like that. And that's what Trump has done. He knows how to play people, but he can't fool all of us. And in fact, the good news is, is that he can't fool the majority of us. The only problem is, is that we don't, um, I guess the majority, we, and, and this is what I think about all the time, because I think that we have, we do have a deference to our system, right? We, this is the system the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us. Uh, there, there seems to be a method to the madness. You know, there's, there's the, uh, the, the judiciary will go in and they'll overturn things and, uh, Congress will, uh, write laws and, and, uh, and sometimes it seems to work and other times it just, it seems, uh, you know, okay, it's not working, but we're, we're, we're working to change it, but ultimately it's all along the system has been getting sicker and we, um, you know, if, if the one thing that Trump has done for, for us is, is he has exposed the, our sicknesses, then, you know, we have an obligation to fix it. And what, what was I saying? So the, uh, and I think this is why we don't rise up, uh, why we allow it to continue, because we are still stuck in the, de in the denial that the system is working. I don't know. This is what I've been thinking of, because it's, how bad does, does it have to get before we stop it? before we stop playing Hail to the Chief whenever this con man grifter walks into the room, before we stop pretending that he is a legitimate president. He is not a legitimate president. He is a traitor. And he needs to, he, he, needs, he needs to be accountable to this. This has to stop. There is, uh, uh, you know, uh, everything that he's, he's doing to our... In, to everything, to our system, to to the free press, to the pillars of democracy. And we continue to enable it by pretending um, that this is normal. It's not normal in any sense of the word. When, uh, when he's out of office, are we really going to fund or are we really going to allow a Trump presidential library to stand are we really going to have um an official portrait of this scumbag hanging in the white house anyway oh you want to get depressed one last thing i want to play for you because i only have five minutes this trumpy bear this is why i want to i get depressed and i think we're done but this is this is what made me think we're done today the wind whispered through the forest a storm is coming. You cannot defeat the storm. From the trees rose a resounding voice. I fear nothing. I come when the trumpet sounds. I am the storm, the great American grizzly. Introducing the original Trumpy Bear, the fearless, super plush American grizzly. Trumpy Bear was born June 14th, Flag Day. Just find the secret zipper and pull out the flag blanket. Then wrap yourself in the red, white, and blue for comfort and warmth. 
Show your patriotism and proudly display Trumpy on Flag Day and on any American holiday. Trumpy can even honor your own family heroes. God bless uh, America and yeah, God bless died. Trumpy Bear. Trumpy Bear sits proudly at for the front of the motorcycle for all the world to see and loves to cruise with his brother. I'm a wow. former Marine and I'm proud to have Trumpy Bear ride by my side. Once a Marine, always a Marine. Everyone knows Trumpy Bear loves to go to the golf course. When I ride with Trumpy Everybody Bear, knows, he right. makes my golf game great again. Thank you, Trumpy Bear. Simply style his trademark hair and place him in his favorite chair. Even the toughest guys will love Trumpy Bear. When America is great, business is great. Gotta when throw the black guy great, in there. I am great. I love you, Trumpy Bear. I am an army veteran. I am proud to own the Poor Trumpy bastard. Bear. And I shirt. will always be proud to be an American. Order the Super Plus Trumpy Bear for only two payments of nineteen ninety five and receive a special certificate of authenticity. All right, that's enough. You see what I'm saying? This is where we live. That's happening right now. That's real. That's a real thing. Trumpy Bear? He born on Flag Day? This that's a con man. We got a con man in the Oval Office, and there's a cottage industry of cons building up around him. This is not a drill, people. We are infested with fascists. And I see something like that, and I get very depressed. I literally get depressed. I sink. My soul sinks down, and I, I get very tired. I'm like... I, I can't do this anymore. This really can't be happening. And I wonder if we deserve it. Do we could, do we deserve something like this? And to live among such morons. But that's by design. And that's why you have a Betsy DeVos in, in uh, uh, the public education, just trying to destroy public education. They don't want us to be unified. They don't want us to have to be smart enough to have a democracy. They want us to be dumb enough to continue to allow grifters and oligarchs and authoritarian dictators to take this country over and turn us into an oligarchy like Putin's oligarchy, where we can go and, and pretend we're free while these 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 uh you know uh, intergenerational freaking con men and their spawns ride us all to the bank. All right. So I only have a minute left. Okay. Uh, so next week I'm going to try, we have the show's going to two hours. There'll be the first part will be me. Who knows? We'll see if it'll, if maybe, uh, I'll take calls earlier where you're going to be able to call in. We'll have guests, I have some guests lined up already, and they'll it'll be a different show. It'll be better, hopefully. I that's all I can say. I can do my best and hope. Yeah, make all the plans. You hope for the best. You hope the show gets better and better. And I hope and do me a favor, guys. Anybody out there listening now, please. I know that some of you already have. Give me a review on iTunes. That helps. And, uh, yes, happy Memorial Day for everyone. And, uh, you know, that's why we fight for all, so all those people who, who died for democracy did not die in vain. Think about that. I think I do. So, all right. Remember, listen, I say it, we stick together, we win and we will win. 
and I will see you guys next week. I'm Tara Devlin.